So what are we doing tonight? We just online chatting, shooting breeze, or we're gonna actually record something, or? Yeah, we can, we're definitely gonna record something. We're gonna record something. We don't know if it's gonna be usable. We're gonna record something. Yeah, well, it's the chance we take every time. <laughs> hey everybody! Thanks very much for joining in to the Modern Inc. podcast, sponsored by CPU Magazine. CPU Magazine, computer power user, is a monthly magazine aimed at people who breathe, eat, and sleep technology. This kind of person gets his kicks by upgrading graphic cards, smashing benchmarks, and modding their PC. If you're the type of person that ordinary is just not good enough, then you need to check out ComputerPowerUser.com. Today on the show, we've got Tony. Hey. And we got Vic out there hanging out. What's up? Guest hosting tonight, we got Will, a.k.a. Stealth. Hey. And you got me, Craig, and Dwayne's also hanging out there. Yo, yo. Aha, there he is. And we hope you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy putting it on. Let's get this show started. Okay. Rebuilding my phone real quick. Let me see if this works. All right. I will break this one and rebuild it. Let's see if it works. It's because it's got an eye in front of the name. No, no, I'm not using an iPhone. <laughs> I'm not using an iPhone. I have to support those things, but they're not a business class solution. I'm actually using a Palm Trio right now that's running Windows Mobile 6.1. How's that working? It's working all right. It's working all right. It's taking me a while to get used to it because this phone will freaking do anything. I mean, I am I'm flabbergasted at all the stuff this thing will do. I mean, this thing will actually act as a wireless access point. I can turn this thing on. It'll broadcast an 802.11b or G wireless network connection, complete with you know web encryption and uh, you know a shared key. And I could take my laptop and attach to my phone like a wireless access point and browse the web. It's also got built-in remote desktop. I can add this thing to my domain at work if I want to. You know, it's got, you know, Pocket Word and Pocket Excel or whatever those things are called. I haven't even gotten into those yet. Jeez. I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it does so much, it's difficult to get through. You know, I'm coming from a Blackberry and the Blackberry was just blissfully easy. It's made to be a personal information manager in a phone second. This thing is trying to be everything at once. And it's it's taking me a little while to learn, but every time I learn a little bit more, I'm just like, damn, <laughs> damn. No, yeah, the, I don't, I don't, I don't use an iPhone. I think they're toys. But that's just me. I have very strong opinions about Macintosh products, especially in a corporate environment. All right. Now that I'm off that soapbox. <laughs> Everybody just went real quiet. Just let him go. Just let him go. He'll burn himself out. No, really. Take about 30 seconds. He'll be fine. Just shh. Don't I, know, feel I know Dwayne's tired of hearing of the eye whatevers. Yeah, I don't care to hear any more about them. I don't. Did you, did you hear that uh, Apple apparently did know about the antenna flaw before it went into production? One of their senior antenna engineers told Steve Jobs, this is going to be a problem. And it was dismissed. And now, well, now they're going to have somewhat eight, what eight million recalls. Mm, it's going to be a, it's going to be a serious. Uh, I don't. Well, see, I, I don't think it's something they can really fix per se. The way to fix it is to put a, uh, a almost like a, a rubber gasket around the edge of it, like you do with you know those those phone surrounds, those little sure. gel covers. Yeah. You put a phone. You put a phone surround around it, and it keeps the antenna from grounding against. It keeps your fingers from creating a grounding bridge between the two antenna parts in the, right. on the left side. Yeah. So, yeah, you put that rubber surround around it, and it fixes the problem. Duct tape works, too. Yeah. Duct tape works, too. But that looks like <laughs> that, that's a fix solution. It's, an only a 30, it's only a $30 rubber band that you get from uh, Apple, too. Isn't that yeah. funny? So, Isn't it also funny yeah. that uh, after they announced that, yes, we have a problem with this, that they're looking for... On their website, they put what? Uh, a rec for three senior intendant engineers. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Pretty funny. I just love it. I'm not. A, I'm not an Apple fan. I think they deserve what they're getting right now. But I think it's, a, it's the funniest part is then they came out and they said, "Well, we've been calculating all these years that the the band signal is all wrong." So when they were actually saying that you were getting like five bars. 
they had such a wide spectrum that you were probably actually receiving maybe two or three bars, but mm-hmm. it looked like you were getting five. And then when you dropped down to an actual like four or three or two, you were almost getting caught off. And you can wow. tell after all these years, they didn't realize that what they were doing. I mean, they've already had a bad reputation to being on AT&T with the crappy signals. Mm-hmm. So they were, to me, maybe it looked, trying maybe to push, push it up. No, no, yeah. look, we're getting great signals. Yeah, maybe it wasn't AT&T that was actually having a problem with the signal. Maybe it was their damn phone. Right. Hey, Vic. Yeah, man. Wake up. I'm awake. Wow. I was, was you snoring? suck, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was my dad. He's calling me. Wait a minute. I'll be back in a minute, guys. Here you go, Vic. This is just for you. Hey, man, right. look. It's that annoying son bitch that you want me to tell you if he called to tell you that he called. He's calling, man. You know, the one you told me is real stupid, annoying, talks loud, and, and nobody can stand him. He's calling you right now. I, I don't see Taz calling me on my phone. Mmm. <laughs> Okay, stepping into our uh, first little tidbit of chat right now, let's uh, let's chat with Will. Uh, Stealth's been a, a busy modder on the scene for quite a while, had some really nice, nice mods uh, that he's done. Uh, but just recently, he had a rather exciting foray into the uh, live display, if you will. Uh, he was at the Maker Faire down in, uh, down in the Bay Area. So, uh, Will, you want to talk to us about Maker Faire and some of the stuff you learned out there and... Uh, what what was your experience out there amongst all the people, and how were you received? Uh, it, it was pretty cool. It was kind of like a last minute thing. Newegg asked me to um, head on over there to rep, like represent them in their little Tinkerbox booth, is is what uh, they call kind of their traveling little booth that um, kind of teaches people about what they do and and all that. And yeah, so I, I just they asked me to show off some of my mods and set up a little booth and talk to people about stuff. So. Um, it was pretty cool. I had never been to a Maker Fair event before. It's probably one of the coolest places I've ever been. Unfortunately, <laughs> I um I didn't get a lot of time to check out a lot of the other events, uh, a lot of the other things going on. But um, yeah, I brought a couple uh cases. I brought the the Cinematograph HD, the Black Dwarf, um, and the Linksys little Linksys router box that I built, uh, for people to check out. And then we also had um. Random. We had like this table of uh, computer parts, uh, loose computer parts for people who have never like touched a motherboard and installed a CPU oh, or wow. RAM or that stuff for people to just you know cheap stuff for people to just play with and probably it's all broken um, <laughs> by now. But um, and then we also I also did like these little workshop presentations where I talked about case modding and kind of did I did a window mod on in in the booth in front of people and that sort of thing. So it was a lot of fun. Cool, cool. What was the what was the turnout like? Was it a pretty packed event? Yeah, it, it seemed pretty crowded. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think so. I, bring I a lot of people. Say that again. I said, did your power tools bring a lot of people? Yeah, that actually was funny because I, I mean, I was, I haven't really done that sort of thing before. Not, mm-hmm. not really the public speaking thing. That's kind of weird. But like the whole modding, because the way I started modding is like I'm kind of level nervous about what I do, but as soon as you bring out the power tools and you start cutting through stuff and making a lot of noises, like a crowd kind of starts to form. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, just keep finding things to cut in half. And There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Won't make me seem such, you know, so bad. <laughs> um, so you brought uh, Black Dwarf and uh, cinematog- Cinematograph. Cinematograph. Not- Cinematograph. Yeah. I always yeah. get that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one that has trouble with that one. Uh, that's a that's an all inclusive PC monitor mod that you built. It's also uh, it's got like diamond plate on the outside or something like that. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, yeah. It's um, the outside skin is some aluminum diamond plate. Sweet. Um, but yeah, it's that whole thing is it's all full ATX components um, uh-huh. in it. You know, I kind of exaggerate. I use that Gemini cooler which is like a huge dual 120 millimeter fan cooler and a full-size psu and even a full-size optical drive i mean realistically it would probably have been smarter to put like a slimline drive but mm-hmm. i kind of wanted to show with that case you know in a relatively small package you can put full like the best of the best on the market mm-hmm. uh, you know because at the time you can get unfortunately i wasn't able to put the best of the best in it because <laughs> I didn't have enough money to do it at the time. But, um, you know, ideally you could put the best processor there is out right now or the best, you know, optical drive for burning 
Blu-rays and full size. There was I think five uh, 3.5 inch hard drives, and it's doing a RAID zero for like video editing. But it weighs. It, a lot of people ask how much it weighs. It weighs like 70 pounds, so I really, <laughs> it's not like a laptop or anything. But it's pretty cool that you can kind of just close it and throw it in the back of a car. Uh, yeah. You know, one trip. <laughs> <laughs> Drop so, the shots a bit. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> At least pulling you over thinking you're hiding a body back there. No, it's my computer officer, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I personally don't think 70 pounds is out of the question. I've, I've had a few that weigh that much. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a lot of, you know, people think I, when I'm saying it's portable and it's like, you know, it's supposed to weigh like not that much, but it's fine for me. It's just grab it and put it in the back of the car. I'm not going to want to like, if I'm walking a far away with it, I'll bring like a little dolly or something, but mm-hmm. um, I'm <laughs> totally cool with it. Yeah, and we got to see that. Remember, yeah. Tony, we got to see that at Invasion yeah. 08. I mean, uh, really, in person, the, the pictures do uh, do it quite well, but in person was even uh, more striking. Thank you. You can actually see a lot of detail in the work into it. Yeah, Dwayne and I was actually fighting over who was going to try to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I couldn't lift 70 pounds and run very say, far. You've got, so. you've, you've got man with a cane and you've got guy with a bad back. Well, I think you've got your machine back in a piece of time. Between the two of them, they may get it a few feet, but... I don't know. I think Dwayne and I did pretty good getting our stuff in and out. We could have handled one more. <laughs> we, we knew enough people there, too. All we had to say, that's ours, too. Load it up. <laughs> okay, Will. Well, I got another question for you, then. Uh, seeing as you were just talking about representing Newegg at Maker Fair at their booth, um, how did you go about landing that job with Newegg? Actually, uh, I, I won a video contest they were hosting, like... Mm-hmm. A couple, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and um, and so I won, and I think I was kind of reading up because even with the cinematograph, I thought, hey, I think this is going to be received fairly well. I should try to get sponsorship for it. Um, and so you know, I was reading up who who you talked to, I guess the PR person of a company, and um, I didn't get anyone for that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then I thought for the next mod, I, I'd ask them because I had you know I had the person's number or the person's email, the direct person's email, so. And they were totally interested, and they wanted to, you know, so they asked me what I what I needed, and that was the OS Xbox Pro mod. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then after that, you know, they they said, hey, when's the next one? So, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of it's kind of weird because people were asking me, happen to have that connection from from something completely different that has, you know, not really a modding related thing. It, well, I guess it was the video mm-hmm. mentions that I mod computers, but mm-hmm. um, through a video contest that I won, uh, that's how that started. Yeah, I can remember back when we used to, when we was talking about it, when you was asking some questions and here and there and kind of trying to get an idea of, of the proper channels to go through to give you the best luck. And now yeah. people are coming to you asking you for luck, yeah. I know, I know. They hook us up, brother. Well, I know so, two of us have said that now, Will. <laughs> I know, what a way to stumble into oh, that, yeah. though. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's an awesome sponsor. I mean, it's not like, you know, the guy's down the street or something at a small computer shop. This is Newegg, you know. I think they make, oh, gosh, what, a million, million and a half an hour, I think they say? <laughs> I need to ask for more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like working with them? I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with a large company that is, uh, that is sponsored, what are some of the things that, uh, that you didn't expect um, or, or maybe rules or guidelines that you didn't expect uh, when you went into it, I mean, looking back on it now with your relationship with Newegg, what are things that you didn't think would happen that have happened? I'm not, I'm not asking you to bad wrap them. I'm just saying things that, like, when, it, like, before you land a sponsor, you have this kind of rose-colored glasses of how things are going to actually happen, and then after you land a sponsor, did did those things happen, or did you learn something new? And, was, you, and was you surprised by anything during the process? No, actually, um, I I don't know. Maybe it's just. That, and I've had a, a couple other sponsors since, but actually it's been pretty, um, pretty good <laughs> dealing with this. I mean, it's kind of what I've expected, and um, I, I totally understand that it's like a promotional thing for for companies to sponsor a case modding, and so I want to make sure, if anything, that it's been worth it. And at the end, I was, you know, how how was was that working out for you? Um, and everything's been pretty good, and I think they've been pleased, and I've been pleased, and. Yeah, that's a very excellent point that you just that you just did. Is is you want to make sure that the sponsors are getting their portion of it. I think a lot of those people are thinking, "Oh, just give me the parts," but they've got to get something right. out of it too. And that's something really you have to think about if anybody's out there listening now and wanting to try and get sponsorship. One of the things they're going to ask you is, "What am I going to get out of it? What is my return? I'm going to give you a three hundred dollar video card 
for nothing. I need to at least get some kind of promotion. So if you can come up with ways of doing that, then you're finding a way in. Yeah. Do, does does Newegg come to you for mods, or do you come do you go to Newegg's with propositions for your mods? Um, I've I've pretty much gone gone to them with the propositions. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so far I, I've been originally when I started, I kind of thought because so far all the computers have been used for myself, and I've I've been using them, and I thought kind of after my second or third computer, like okay, you know, what what else am I going to do other than um, for a computer that I, I actually would want, and um, I've I've actually continued <laughs> to be coming up with these ideas. So mm-hmm. um, I've I kind of like the last time I said they kind of came to me and said, hey, that's cool, you know, when's your next one? But um, which was great. But um, I I kind of just have right now I have a kind of an idea of two or three or you know different ideas, and um, so when it comes time where I can think I can actually start doing them soon. I'll just kind of give a brief thing, like, you know, the the Black Dwarf was just a very small form factor hard drive full of, you know, eight. Or actually, at the time, it started out as four hard drive and a very small form factor device, and it changed to eight. But very rough kind of explanation of what I want to do. And, um, yeah, and, the, and then we see what, what, what they can do in terms of um, what they can contribute to the project and what, what they have on at their store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of go about ordering the stuff. <laughs> the last two, or actually last, um, the OS Xbox Pro in particular, I mean, I kind of like that idea the project was building it kind of like on a value and choosing value parts. So I think that's especially for for a retailer as opposed to like, I don't know, getting sponsored by Intel or something where you could probably get a core extreme at fairly little expense to them or something like that. Um you know, choosing choosing like for the OS Xbox Pro value parts, and because I wanted to get it, I wanted to kind of brag in that case because it was a comparison to Apple how how cheap it was. Um, so I think that helped them as well. But yeah, and then I mean, I'm sure the other guys here can also state that a lot of times if you go if you go in the door looking for the big dollar prizes, you know, and say I want everything high end, then that's a, yeah. a pretty good shot of getting shot down right off the bat. Yeah, and I don't know. That's that's also me. Like uh, that'd be a lot of pressure too. And I mean, maybe I, maybe I should kind of design a computer that's worth that. But then, like once I have, you know, three or four thousand dollars worth of brand brand new top of the line stuff on hand, that would make me kind of different. It'd be kind of a different process. And like I said, because it's very much about making sure that they're happy and it's worth it. Exactly. To whoever's sponsoring you. Exactly. The uh, the OS Xbox. I really like that. I I figured that would. Just- that would take off, and you would actually like assemble them and build those things. Yeah, no, I got I've gotten for that one and the Black Dwarf quite a few emails of people just saying like how much. But, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but oh, really? I I thought that you would probably end up making an assembly line with that one. I, I thought that was. Just really I don't cool. know. It's not. It's not that. That's. It's not that I don't. It's not about building them for me or anything. But um, to me, a lot of people, you know, ask ask me to build it and. The reason I don't is primarily because I can put stuff this stuff together because most of them have been scratch built so far, and you know I could disassemble and like if a hard drive died in the black dwarf I could replace it fairly easily but I can't expect right. anybody else to yeah. because it doesn't make sense the way I put it together. Well, that's you know, where you offer I, the paid support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I gotta hire some people. There's money to be made every way. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let me talk to you. Let me talk. I want to put you through to my managed services division. Hold on. Let me get him on the phone. <laughs> exactly. Hello, can I help you? <laughs> Hello. No. But no, you 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 got a great point in that. I mean, people out there are also thinking of like uh, building mods for other people. Uh, and we've come across that before. All of us probably mm-hmm. have uh, doing that. Is you know how it goes together. But if somebody, if you were to give it to somebody and now they own it, and something goes wrong, then they don't know how to take it apart. Sure. You almost have to think about okay, I got to make this as cool as possible. But you also got to make it serviceable, so somebody who does want to change out the hard drive doesn't have to take three quarters of the case apart. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I love. I mean, I think it's. I. I'm kind of like. I'm really proud with with my stuff when when it comes to the end of it. But uh, I mean, I think it'd be cool to have like to work with a company like I don't know Cooler Master or something, and actually like kind of use that as like a prototype idea and make one that's actually user friendly and and that sort of deal. Because that's yeah. There's no way I could I would sell even even if someone wanted to buy the one that I made for a ridiculous price. I mean I, I'm not sure I would feel comfortable selling it right. because of being attached to having to 
make sure they understand certain things. And so. well, I mean, any any kind of a mod, if you think about it, I mean, number one, it's a custom one-off device, but it's effectively it's like it's not even a beta product; it's an alpha product. You know where where you had to skimp in order to get that case to come together the way that you did, and it's not something you really feel comfortable giving to somebody else. Yeah, you know, because that ends up becoming a reflection on you, and then somebody and then. You know, if if they end up, you know, harping on something, you know, some sort of a shortcut that you made that you didn't draw attention to, that you managed to, you know, hide or reinforce or whatever, and then they're like, "Well, this isn't what I, this isn't at all what I was expecting." Yeah. It's like, well, it's not supposed to be. It's a one-off custom mod. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So- this is one thing I've been working on, especially like um, I remember because the first time I went to like a thing. Um, with you guys at Envision with the with the um, with the Cinematograph HD, there's tons of little things that I mean I didn't particularly care about, you know, because I was using it, and it was going to be thrown in the back of the car, and I was actually using it, and I didn't care about it being sanded perfectly smooth at a point or being rough around to certain edges, but it's definitely not to a quality where I think it should be sold at. Yeah, right, and, right. yeah, yeah. I totally I totally agree, and I see that. I mean, uh, I know there's uh, like when I did when I did Boss. I mean, everybody was just all, oh, yeah, and, and I, I took pictures to emphasize the good points of the machine. But when, when you get up close to it and you start looking at it, I mean, it is a it is a custom machine. There are flaws that you will find in it. I mean, any kind of a scratch-built or highly customized machine, you'll be able to walk up and you'll be able to pick out flaws unless you've had buku bucks, lots of time, and... You know, people to help you iron out the flaws. Yeah, you didn't mind redoing it a few times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, you're gonna find flaws, and there were people that just absolutely harped on it. That thing looks like shit. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I I'm not gonna, I can't disguise it from you. But when I took the pictures, they were glamour shots, and they were designed to emphasize the good points of the case. I'm not gonna emphasize the boogers on the bottom of the, uh, <laughs> you know. It made the yeah. cover a CPU. That's all that matters. <laughs> there you go. I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it definitely helps to be a good photographer, I guess. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, I know where Absolutely. you're coming from on that. Hell, the, uh, the QuakeCon that I met or seen you at, Craig, when I brought uh-huh. the Meshi. When yeah. Wayne and I done the booth with uh, CPU. Uh-huh. When it, you know, I, I trucked that in on the airplane with me, and it got damaged on the way. It got showed with damage. Didn't want to, but, hey, we had to do it. Yep, 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 yep. Any projects coming up that you can talk to us about, Will, or is is everything pretty much on the hush-hush? Yeah, no, I definitely work, I think, differently than most of, of the modders with, like, the work logs. I kind of like it, like, when it's done, to me, it's kind of revealed. I'm, I'm hopefully going to start one soon, so. Okay. <laughs> so. So, so, once, so you, once it's done, we'll hear about it. Yeah, once it's done, you'll hear about it. And then you'll, what, so do you, do you like, keep a private work log while you're doing that, and then you... Built for uh, a build log, or do you just do this big reveal and say, "Look what I pooped out"? You know. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I kind of try to. I, I mean, I shoot the video of it, and so when I'm nearing the end, I I, I start kind of like maybe when I'm halfway done with the build, I start assembling the video, and then when uh, I'm kind of uh, done with the build and finishing off the video, I kind of build the work log from scratch. But um, yeah, I also I don't do like a full out work log, I guess. Um, it's kind of more of a, you know, just let people, I, I it's not quite to sh- sh- like share people. A lot of people ask me also to give like plans or something for it. It's not, I don't do things that detailed. I think mainly it's about kind of just sharing the project and um, entertainment purposes only sort of deal. Well, you, your work logs, <laughs> your video work logs speak for themselves. Yeah. They're oh, a masterpiece yeah. in themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely a lot of the fun part of, that's like a whole separate project, but also something I enjoy doing. Just as much. Record that off an iPhone or something? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you use? No, I mean, that's a joke, of course. I mean, like like you're saying, absolutely high-quality crap. I mean, it's just like, wow. You know, it's like if we could just do a quarter of what you do on on the videos. Yeah, no uh, kidding. I mean, how did you come about doing the videos? Um, I I did the the first one I did was the, the cinematograph, and I just had one... Camera. It was a. It was like a prosumer three thousand dollar camera that I had saved up for for like ever. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm trying to get into, like video production and that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, that obviously was was pretty successful and got on Engadget and stuff. And I, maybe not. I mean, uh, maybe not just for the project, but also I'm sure the video helps get it out there. 
if you, you know if you're not just interested in mods, you'll also be interested in the video or something, or might be interested in the video. Um, and then so for the next one, I got a couple extra cameras, and then um, for the next one, I got a couple extra cameras to make it easier, so I'm not moving around. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely kind of uh, trying to to push the video documentation as well. Sound like you're putting a production studio together or something. Yeah. Yeah, wow. no, it's 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 a lot of fun. So it's like I said, it's another part of it that um I enjoy doing just for the video alone. I mean it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I mean absolutely. That's great. No, that's cool. I mean for those that are interested, we'll even have some of the uh, documentations on some of the special rigs that he's done to do some of his videos with. Yeah, yeah, I started doing those. Yeah, I started doing those because I actually started getting subscribers and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, I better, because I was doing like what one one video a year, one one and a half big videos a year. So I started kind of doing these like supplemental videos about camera attachments and stuff. So yeah, that's that's great information to know though. Yeah, yeah. I just picked up my first digital video camera. It's just a little SD flash, you know, uh, JVC camera. I'm gonna start tinkering with, and uh, if it, if it goes well, then maybe I'll step up and move up to some different grades of uh, of videography. But you know, you gotta your, your start somewhere. First, your first digital video camera, huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it's it's my very. I mean, I've got a. I mean, I've had. I'm still using a a five megapixel Kodak uh, digital photo camera. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 old by all standards. It's just, but it works for me, and you know, I'm 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 kind of a dinosaur like that. You know, I find something <laughs> that works. You know, if I yeah. if I like it, then I stick with it. Yeah. No, honestly, my favorite camera that I got was this, um, and I just got another one. It's it's I think around three hundred dollars now. It's a pretty cheap HD kind of you know consumer camcorder. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like a Sanyo Exacti camcorder. It's probably my definitely my, my best buy of everything that I have and um, yeah I mean you don't need like, that that probably ended up being maybe not half the footage but a good amount of the footage for the for the videos I'm doing so uh, you definitely don't need to have like the really expensive prosumer or DSLR cameras although they are nice yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> but you can move to that point you got, you, but you gotta start yeah. somewhere and uh, you've really got a great eye for videos you really do. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I didn't realize who I was talking to until I saw the uh, the Xbox <laughs> mod, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait! That that no!" Because I can remember <laughs> watching that thing over and over, just loving the different angles and the different uh, uh, the the different. Um, uh, the different techniques and you know the speeds and you know slow builds and and fades and wash it was just, it was so cool it was so much fun just to watch that video and uh, I'm just cool great yeah I'm glad yeah I mean that's kind of like it's it's especially with the last one it's been like a balance of just making it an entertainment thing um, or like a, a how to kind of modder only thing but I mean I really like kind of just entertaining people that maybe aren't interested in mods at all just kind of see yeah it's very much it's very much about that just kind of like a video um experience and Mm -hmm. you know an entertainment experience it's a lot of fun and before we go any further i want to make sure that everybody understands that you actually have a website out there that you uh that you feature some of your work on um yeah yeah www.willyoudesign.com that's W I L L the letter U and then D E S I G N dot com. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, an old website that I put together, and then um, yeah, it's got some of the video work that I've done, as well as some of the unrelated video work, and then it's got all the mods and um, some of the more detailed information again that you don't get from the videos because um, mm-hmm. it's all about the entertainment. But that one you can find out the specs and that sort of thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be spending some time out there now that I'm like, oh man. Now that now that I know where to source your videos at, <laughs> you didn't realize you were in the presence of greatness. Is that what it is, Craig? <laughs> That's, I'm 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 blushing over here. I'm genuinely yeah. blushing because I I I was caught flat-footed on this one. I got blindsided. I didn't realize I was actually in the presence of greatness right now. So <laughs> I'm 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 supposed to say no, no, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're eating it up. <laughs> All right. 
Bring it on. We'll have to get him to update his links page. Oh, boy. Yeah. Made Tech Daddy blush. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about uh, before we uh, move on to the next section? Or uh, is there, is there uh, maybe some shout-outs you'd like to give? Or somebody, uh, who, somebody who owes you money that you'd like to really just throw them out there on the Internet and put them under a bus? Uh, I loves yeah. monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are talking about monster trucks for like an hour before we started this thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, no, I mean, thanks for, thanks for having me on it, you know. Dude, we appreciate you coming out. That's uh, you know these, uh, the, you know just a just a group of guys chatting about tech and uh, and uh, definitely uh, definitely enjoy talking to the people who are enthusiastic about it. And uh, you've definitely shown that you're enthusiastic about technology, and you have a great way of relaying it to people. So I want to say, you know, for the people out there that that share the same vision that I do about what it is that you do, thank you for taking the time to document it the way that you do because it's very entertaining to watch it. All right, great. I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, and anytime you want to come back and and just shoot the crap with us, let us know. All right. Yeah, always, always invited back. Always invited yeah. back. It was a pleasure, my friend. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Try not Dude. to. If I if I said anything that might piss Newegg off, please cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> only only if you get us hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> we have our quote. That's right. <laughs> we have our quote now. Anything that pisses New Egg off, please cut it out. <laughs> no, we won't do that to you, bro. But yeah, I know. I understand that you're really busy, so I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. All right, guys. Cool. Have a good one, buddy. Have a good one. All right, have a good night. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. So... There you go. That's what's going on on my side right now. All right, hold on. My kids just walked in. All right, kids, it is 9.30. I am still recording. What this means to you and to you is no yelling, no screaming, and I would actually prefer that you're not in here right now because I know you're going to start trying to talk to him and he's going to start trying to talk to you and then it's going to get caught on this microphone and then the whole world's going to hear you guys talking about Spore. So... <laughs> Can 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 you guys can you guys be quiet? Can you promise? <laughs> I, I promise. <laughs> Not you I'm guys. Sorry. These guys in front of me. I thought Damn. I was doing a good job. Me too. Yeah. Uh, shut up now. I'll shut, shut up, up now. Now <laughs> no, 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 shut up. <laughs> no. Not you guys. Need you guys to talk. All right. Okay. Is that them or us? No. <laughs> Tony. Hey Tony. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. You got a spore. Yeah. I got a spore. No. You don't want to see it, though. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's 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 move on to what's going on on the Modders Inc. website. That is so cool. That that, that you know. I'm sorry. It was just so cool to get that tracking number from OCZ. You know, I thought they were going to be shipping it from someplace here in the states. You know, maybe West Coast. Yeah. No, this came from Taiwan. Yeah, and then landed in Alaska, and I'm thinking, yeah. you know, that's just so cool that they would take the expense shipping an SSD hard drive. I mean, I, I just I thought that was just so cool. You know, here I am looking at an international shipment from Taiwan that's going to Plano, Texas. And I'm like, <laughs> how, how undramatic is that? <laughs> that's what, just I, cool that they did it. I mean, I'm, I couldn't believe how fast they got here. They got here faster than some of the stuff I've gotten from Dwayne before. Yes. Yes, I got I, here a day earlier than what the uh, tracking said it would. Yeah, so, I was expecting it on a Tuesday, and it came on a Monday. Yeah. So, OCZ, you guys listening to that? Are, are we are we still recording? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll I'll, I'll jump in. OCZ, thank you. Thank you. That was very, very cool. I mean, even from a shipping standpoint, this stupid little geek over here was having a great time just watching this little dot go from Taiwan to Alaska and into Mesquite, Texas, of all places, and then to my house in Plano. So thank you. It was fun to watch that little journey. It's it's stupid, but thank you. <laughs> so yours got a little Mesquite seasoning on it, huh? Yeah, yeah, it came in smoked. <laughs> yeah, but see, that just shows their dedication. So, yeah, you know, they, they do make some great products, and uh, we're, we're glad that they became one of the sponsors for our, our mod off. 
It was yeah, very see. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the mod off, how are you guys doing on your mods? Hey, I'm modding. I've been modding. I got some stuff going now. You know? I took it out of the box. Oh. Oh. Well, got his broke down. Part, part yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm doing, you know, I'm going for the whole, uh, you know, I, the recipe that works for me is finding a, uh, a good, um, you know, a, a, a good stylistically influential base, you know, and when I did Boss, Boss 302 Mustang, that was easy to build off of because there were so many little styling cues you can incorporate into a machine. And now that I've found that, I finally settled on the GT40, um, I'm starting to have all these little ideas that are popping into my head. At, <laughs> I'm sorry, some of the worst times when you're in the middle of mm-hmm. a uh, when you're when you're in the middle of a meeting at work, <laughs> and all of a sudden you start sketching out their side panel, and you start thinking, okay, I can build this little jig and do that. Uh, Craig, you want to talk to us about Exchange 2010? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tend to get browbeaten just a bit, so. Yeah, uh, but I, I found that sometimes my best ideas come out that way, though. Totally off, like you're you're walking around and you're just thinking about something else, and then bam, it hits you. It's like, duh, no crap. That's right. That's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come out of nowhere. But uh, no, I mean, I've I've got mine. I've got mine apart. I've actually got to a point of of no return. I've I've cut up one of the side panels, so I can't put that back together. <laughs> yeah, once you start cutting, that's pretty much it. You've now you you've officially burned your ships and you're you're setting setting your troops loose on the shore. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that I can match up to does my painting design to what I cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that'll work out. But, I guess uh, yeah, I'm lucky. Uh, I guess I'm lucky yeah. in that way because I, I I did some cotton, but I I can put mine back to stock right now. No, I'm I'm far from that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what's on the uh, the log in on modern zinc right now? From for me, I'm probably a week or two ahead of what's actually being shown on the on the website. I like I personally like to do it that way. I get a little bit ahead that way I can show and still be ahead of what the log is instead of what's actually happening day by day. Because sometimes I don't get to work on it every day. Sometimes yeah. I get every week, so it gives me a little bit of cushion there. A lot but, test uh, fitted, if you call it test fitting. I test laid my parts up against my computer. <laughs> okay. Hey, just just the bad to see. Music. Wow, wow. Yeah. And I like the way it um, looks, so I'm going with it. Going with it. I just made a reply on your thread, actually, Vic. Uh, I seen where the, there was a comment about chroming PVC. And I don't see a problem with chroming it. You want to go for your an actual exhaust pipe? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, I could do that, but I don't want to. How's everybody doing on their budget so far, their $150 budget? I think I'm going to take a serious chunk out of it because I've come up with an idea for my side panel, uh, and I need to order some special acrylic for it. And I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna take a pretty serious chunk out. But so far, you know, I've only, I've only spent about twenty or twenty-five. No, no, I'd say I've probably spent about thirty-five bucks so far uh, on stuff uh, for the mod. Um, yeah, I'm about in the same boat. I think uh, so far, I've been trying to stock up on some paints. <laughs> so I've got one, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably about in the same range, about twenty-five, thirty bucks right now. Well, honestly, I haven't spent anything on mine yet. Uh, well, I, I guess that makes me the king because I think I've already burned up about seventy-five, maybe eighty. Woo. Hell, I've got uh, just in the the grill that I got posted. I probably got uh, let's see, probably thirty-five, forty bucks in that grill. Wow, what'd you wow. use for that? The uh, the grill itself, I used it like a, a piece of half-inch ten-ply plywood for the mm-hmm. main frame of it, and then I notched mm-hmm. it out so it'd sit in level like the original door does. Okay. Then I uh, used basswood for the, the runners and everything in it, 
and uh, glued that all together with just regular wood glue for your, uh, you know, for the bass wood and all that. Then I went through and used a uh, all-clad black gloss paint on the base of it and used all-clad's uh, chrome paint to try to pull off the chrome look. The all-clad stuff's used for model paints, but it was, you know, it's a little funky to, to paint, but, I mean, for the price, <laughs> I would have I wished it went on a little easier. <laughs> like the bottle of black was like, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks, somewhere in there, and then the uh, small, I mean, a small bottle of chrome was like 8 bucks. But and how did how did the chrome turn? Because I know it's really difficult to photograph. Yeah, um, chrome plated or chrome painted surfaces. Right. How did it turn out in your eyes? It looks a lot better in the right light. Um, you get in, the, you know, you get in some of the actual true white lights, mm-hmm. and it looks like actual chrome. Oh wow! You get it off in the the yellowish lights, mm-hmm. and it kind of looks a little bit too smoked. Okay. Too much of the black kind of shines through it. Okay. But yeah, you know, I'm pretty happy with it for you know for, you know, the only other option I would have had to come up with a quite as polished look would have been trying to build one out of aluminum. Yeah. And that would have <laughs> been a pretty pretty costly setup. We we know how you like to polish metal. Oh well, yeah. That wouldn't. I mean, honestly, polishing the aluminum wouldn't have been that bad for something like this. That's true. There's yeah. not that much there, but right. Just the trying cost. to build it, yeah, building it out of aluminum, and you'd definitely have to weld it. Yeah. So that would kind of knock me out of the ballpark on the contest. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I was very pleased that I pulled it off with wood. You know, I'm I'm very happy with the look, and it, it's 100 percent functional, and that's mm-hmm. one of the key things I go for. If I'm going to do it, it's got to be you know it's got to work. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think I'm gonna play with a little bit more of the wood on the mod. I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet. I gotta do some test fitting. But I think I'm gonna have a few more pieces on there to, to chrome. Cool, cool. And yeah. the, and the paint, the paint you're using is called all clad. Yeah, all clad. It's like I said, it's model paint. Uh huh. Um, let me see what the numbers are here. I got this sitting right here. But uh, I forget. My brother picked it up for me at a hobby shop up in Plainfield. Hmm. Um, yeah, all clad to lacquer. Okay. And like I said, it uses a, a high gloss black for the base. Mm-hmm. Then you do fairly light coats of the chrome over top. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go too far, you will get the appearance of Kentucky chrome. Kentucky chrome? Yeah, you know how the old Kentucky chrome used to be, right? You rub your no. hands on it and it just kind of looked like an luminous type. Oh, okay. But this stuff it doesn't rub off like that. It, it definitely has a, a chrome appearance to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the you know the newer oh PPG's got them out now. They got a chrome deal out now, I think, and a couple of the other big companies. Kind of like that. But so yeah, you know, definitely a little harder to work with, but it's definitely possible. Yeah, I know that uh, Alsa Alsa had a. Uh... Uh, uh, it's a it's a chrome it's it's a it's a metal they, they micronized metal chrome paint suspension over a over a gloss black base. Yeah. And uh, I know that whenever they did it, I mean, I've just I've been absolutely flabbergasted at this stuff. But that stuff costs an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of why I, I I took the option. You know, I was talking with my brother about it, and I took the option to to go with the model paint. Just yeah, that's what I mean. I'm. Trial. Yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm going to your your log. Do you have the pictures up? Yeah, I just put them up yeah. tonight. I'm I'm going to take a look at it right now because I'm always in the market for a good looking uh, metallic type of paint that doesn't look that doesn't look like you know muted brushed aluminum. Yeah, well, this looks really good. I'll this looks say. yeah, that looks good. That looks real good. It's, it's real tough, honestly. It's real tough to get a good shot of it. Uh-huh. But uh, get it under the white lights, and mm-hmm. it looks really good. That's neat. I mean, All I've flat. Got a, yeah, I've got a few spots around the outer frame that I'm not quite happy with that I might redo, but mm-hmm. for the most part... Did you brush that, or did you spray it? No, I sprayed airbrush. Just a simple, just like base coat, clear coat. I just yeah. use the airbrush to shoot it. 
probably my hardest thing to do going to be to do on this is I'm going when you spray the chrome it's just like any other paint it's going to go everywhere <clears throat> and I'm going to go through and shoot a flat black down the center of them fans to cover up any of the chrome that's on the back framework so that that's going to be a little challenging but a little masking <laughs> <laughs> a little masking and I can get her done Oh yeah. Very cool. I've not tested yet to see if the if the paint will peel off with masking, but we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, that could be a problem, huh? Well, I've got some of that. Fr- I got a big roll of frisket film that I'm going to use, I think, and it's not. It's kind of a low tack film, so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that it'll come out. I'm using watercolor, a watercolor uh, flat for it, so hopefully I can just wipe off any overspray. Very cool. cool. Very cool. Like it looks great. It looks great so far. Thank you. Yeah. I like yeah. that metal. That's 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 a difficult thing to pull off. And, that, and for you to start it off the way you did with the wood, because you got to think about, you know, the wood grain, and then you have to be able to smooth out. Because in order, from what I've always seen, uh, to spray a good uh, painted chrome surface, number one, you have to have smooth surface, but then, two, you have to have a gloss surface underneath it, which is where your gloss black comes into play. Right. And if you do, if you have any grain from that that wood coming through, then the wood grain shows through on the chrome, and it's just it doesn't look right. But that looks good. That well, looks good. I mean, if you get it and look at it in person, you can see like, this bath wood is real soft. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I went through and sanded it with six hundred before I used um, sandable primer on it. Mm-hmm. And even then, I, I still I I still got little burrs in the edges mm-hmm. of here and there that you can't get rid of. Right. But <clears throat> I laid the, the gloss on pretty heavy to kind of cover as much as I could. But like I said, you know, you can see in the pictures that it, it, it turned out pretty good. And you know, for a first attempt, I, I was very happy to see it come out that way. Very cool. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think we've all come up with some very good uh, different ideas too. I was really surprised, but uh, yeah. we all didn't come up with kind of the same ideas, and it's been quite uh, quite different. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, I was talking to Tony earlier. What I'm going to try and do is uh, uh, on my side panel, uh, you know, because I'm going to be going for that that GT40 hood ridge line, where it's got the sunken uh, the sunken kind of NASA style. Um, uh, scoops, the, the the indented scoops, is not the kind that are actually resting over the top, but they're actually acting as like radiator exhaust to throw the heat out over the hood. Um, but I'm going to try and do that same type of scenario on the side panel. But I got to thinking today, I was like, people still, they're not going to be able to see the inside of the case. And so I was trying to figure out, how am I going to put, how am I going to integrate a window into the side of the case? So my thinking now is, I'm going to get a couple test pieces of thin acrylic that I've got out in the garage, and I'm going to try and build a jig that is the, I guess you could kind of say, is the positive of that right. negative space. And then what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and put the acrylic over that positive jig, and I'm going to heat it to try and get it to melt to that space so it'll conform to it. And then if I can get that to, I'll cut the holes out underneath that hood ridge line so that the middle of it will be the solid part of the case, and then right. the top and the bottom will actually be acrylic windows, but they're actually going to be sunken in to where they're actually acting as exhaust vents, or in this case, they'd be hood scoops. But, you know, it's something I'm going to start trying to experiment with over the next, you know, couple of days, yeah, see if I can get that to work right. You're, you're not going to try to sink them in as far as they do on the actual hood, right? I can't do that. No, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I, I looked at that, and I'm like, there is Tech no be sitting here saying to me, I can't get these video cards in. Yeah, exactly, man. I've got clearance <laughs> issues, man. Game over. Yeah, no, but uh, that's, uh, that, that, that's where I'm going. I'm going to try and figure out a way to make that GT40 hood, but it's going to be two different, t- two different types of material. You're going to have the steel and fiberglass in the middle and then acrylic on the top and bottom. If I can get this jig to work right, <laughs> so. Well, didn't you say you was playing with some vacuum form in there, Boing? Yeah, but that was for the uh, the kiss boot, and, and I did a, a quick little vacuum forming thing in about like ten minutes. Set it up, and I'm like, oh my god, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> is this, in, is this some, something is this bigger? Kiss boot yeah. 
Um, actually, well, if, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, but yeah, um, I got the boot and I got it all painted and everything else. But what I want to do is make the eyes, which are red, I want to make them glow. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I took some uh, um, some flat plastic from, and that's why I always save it, from the clamshells, from when you buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's nice and flat, big pieces, and I saved a couple of those. And I'm trying to trying to use a heat gun, and I'm trying to you know form it by hand, and it didn't work. I'm like, this really sucks. So I'm looking around, like, what do I got? What do I got? So I found this old side panel that had holes already drilled into it. It was like a Dell side panel, and it had air holes in it. And I looked at it, and I went, that's about the right size, so I could I could do this. So I made a little mold out of wood. I stuck it onto this. Then I took some cardboard and made a cone shape at the bottom on the underside of the side panel where the holes were at, hooked up my little portable vacuum to it. So now I've got a, the air drawn across it, made a little jig up to put this piece of plastic into it, heated it up with my heat gun, laid it over the top, and whack, vacuum formed. <laughs> it took me like a whole 10 minutes to come up with this, and it was like, Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> so the mind starts racing. What else can I do? I need a bigger one. I need more. Arr, arr. <laughs> but it worked out really well. I was really surprised how easy it was to do. And I did it all for zero dollars. It was everything that I had laying around. So, yeah, and my first question was, did you video it? <laughs> and, I, and what was my response was, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I did, take, I did take a picture or two because, I mean, you know, sometimes it's one of those things where you're you're trying it for the first time and it actually works. It's like, dang. Yeah, that's about how I was with my grill. But uh, No, I mean, I think that this is really a good project for all of us in the, in the website who really enjoys it. And, you know, we got, we got our great sponsors, too. I mean, we can't let those guys, you know, not go Absolutely. without being thanked. Oh, no, 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 please, please, please go. Yeah, I mean, we've got, uh, you know, like you said before, Thermaltake. Uh, those guys jumped right in, gave mm-hmm. us cases and stuff, uh, power supplies, coolers, mm-hmm. I mean, without hesitation. Uh, I think uh, Craig hooked us up there with Crucial. Again, mm-hmm. they, they jumped in, like, almost no hesitation. Uh, we got really lucky with Asus. Um, uh, actually, they heard our last podcast. We were talking about it, and they're like, this is what we want to do for you. They're like, you got to be kidding. It's like... We got a bunch of stuff. You have to go to the website. You'll see a lot of the stuff that they, they gave us. It's all good, great stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. This is some spectacular stuff. Absolutely. Uh, motherboards, video cards, uh, um, sound CD, cards, sound cards, DVD players, uh, Blu-ray. I mean, it was a massive amount, and it's don't know how to thank them enough. Yeah, oh yeah. Then yeah, we awesome. got the o- OCZ. OCZ. Uh, <laughs> when you hook up with that, they, they threw in some SSDs and uh, and, and, and a free trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got I got to watch this travel from from Taiwan. <laughs> I also tried getting some processors, but I ain't had no luck with that yet. Well, you yes. know, maybe if somebody out there is listening, might be able to help us step up and and uh, and and get some some good processors for the builds. But you know, we we appreciate all of our vendors. Immensely, Absolutely. immensely. Thank you guys very much for making, helping to make this uh, uh, this mod off a reality because it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I think it's gonna help generate a lot of uh, mm-hmm. kind of a grassroots um, groundswell of uh, of original modding. You know, because people are gonna be seeing what you can do. I mean, even though even though we're putting in high end components into these into these mods, they're going to see what you can do with a case and a minimal budget. Yeah. How to make what you have look as good as it possibly can. So it's uh, uh it's it's very much appreciated. Absolutely, you know, and all the products that we do getting, I mean, again, you know, we can't thank the sponsors more than enough that they even realize how much this means to us, but. Uh, even just using a few of the items that we're getting, you know, helps take your mod up to the next level and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is really not that quite expensive. I mean, the, the cases we got were like a hundred dollar case, you know, good mm-hmm. power supplies. Uh, it's all stuff that, that anybody could do if you have to do a little little piece by piece. That's probably that's how most of us do. That's how I do it. I can't afford yeah. 
to go out and buy a $300 video card. So I, I piece right. it together. Right, right. Same here. But getting this great big boost from them is just tremendous for us. And like you said, we just can't thank them enough. Right. We, we was just looking at this as being just a, you know, we slap what hardware we had out of whatever rig we had into our build and, and call it done. And, and to have the guys step up like that and, and offer up the goods, that, that definitely means a lot to us. Yeah. Very much appreciated. Very much appreciated. But uh, I don't know. I'm still stuck on the side panels. I haven't decided what I'm going to do with those yet. Well, the side panels are like a, they're like a canvas. I mean, the whole case can be looked at like a canvas, but I mean, the side panels really are. I mean, they're 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 relatively flat. There's a little bit of a scallop to them, um, and they're they're just they're just ripe and prime for, you know, for for doing something with. There's not a lot to them, so it's uh, you want to sit there and look at that because that's that's one of the things that a person will see first as they walk up to your case is this big rectangular square side and if it's not impressive then people are going are going to you know even give it a second look but that that that's where i actually spend most of my time is trying to engineer a quality side panel you know something that grabs somebody's interest and and makes them want to walk up and take a look take more of a look at your machine you know your front your your front chrome mm-hmm. that's i mean you've got that big expansive rectangular front walk up that is going to grab somebody's attention and bring them up. Yeah. So that's cool. So I mean, I, I, I I'm, I'm not trying to heap pressure on you or anything, but <laughs> well, trust I me, am, I've got enough. <laughs> I am hey. fully. I, I can't wait to see what you do. I think uh, Vic and sorry. I are in the same boat, though. Vic and I aren't quite so enthusiastic enthusiastic about the side panels because of the way the sides are kind of recessed in. We, yeah. I think, both of us would rather them have been recessed out mm-hmm. and yep. it would have been so much easier for me to do what I was originally going to do. But after seeing, you know, pulling the side panel off of it, it's like, man, I don't know if I can do this. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm to the point that I'm, I'm about ready to take and cut it, cut each one of them out, flip them and weld them back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of doing. <laughs> you know, then Vic told me that and I was like, Oh, well, you know, Vic and I is going to, we've hit on quite a few, Topics that are that are kind of along the same lines, and you know I'm kind of sitting back. Well, I don't know, but that's where I, I've also said that I, I might do a little more woodwork, and that'll be where I do it if I do it. I kind of look at the side panels when I when I do a mod. You know, I started off selling a lot of my mods, and um, I, I try to look at it as okay. Well, you know, this guy wants to buy this. It's nice. It looks good. But, you know, is it just going to look good sitting under his desk or is it going to look good sitting over here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like to, when I'm sitting next to my gaming machine, machine like like COD, I've got the, 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 you know, dog tag shaped window and the soldier with the gun on the side that's facing me. So I get to see my goodies in there. <laughs> I like seeing the candy while I'm playing with it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, Come on, boys. No, no, no. no. I don't know what don't you mean. Go I'm, looking, there. I'm looking at my kids. I'm looking at my kids. I'm looking at my kids. And I'm looking at my kids. That's it. Hey, we're talking. <laughs> Vic, we don't have video, bud. Hey. I'm not. Y'all the one going there, not me. I'm you was the one going there earlier. I was the one trying to stop it. No, you went there first. You wanted. Never mind. We ain't even gonna talk about it. But anyway, that's what I like to. At least of, we're all sitting here. With sort of like what Tech Daddy's talking about. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's like Tech Daddy's talking. You know, that's that's what's gonna draw somebody. But it also, you got to think of. Well, they're not just gonna buy it. You know, for it to just sit over there, they won't see it themselves. You know, I'm taking a different approach on this one, though. This is this is going to be one of my first mods that I don't don't actually plan on doing a window in. Oh, really? Yeah, I've I've not actually even thought about doing a window at all. I know just as, as soon as I break out the Dremel to start cutting, I'd end up having to cut out that whole recessed area, and I don't want to do it. Hmm. So I don't know. I have to see what comes. That'll be the last piece I touch, the side panels. 
Well, good luck yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm uh, also I'm also planning on going out out of the norm with my CPU cooler because I'm not using it to cool my CPU. I got other plans for that. Good luck with that one. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'm just glad I got two of the cases. It may look it may look pretty, but it ain't gonna run very long, huh? <laughs> I just thought, you know, they'd look good in another situation. eBay? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. They're right. actually going on the case. Right. I know well, what you're gonna use them for. I'm looking I'm at thinking. doing I I've got two options. Either using them as intakes or using them uh, as, see, as exhaust. You're supposed to keep it a secret. You could come on, you can see it over at Modders Inc. You know, the intakes, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Just have to see what hand, what falls down. It might go on top, it might go on the side, it might come out the bottom. I might cut them up and use them for feet. <laughs> Give me a big old tall case that never like... Big tall case. Call a, call a duty case. Man, you look at it, you want to touch it, and you're afraid to knock it off the desk because it's going to fall over. Yeah, but the call of duty case happens to be very steady. Yeah, it's only because it's got 100 pounds of grenades sitting underneath it. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to knock it over when it's got grenades on the bottom of it? Uh, Nobody's going to be touching that thing in a land for you. I can promise you that. Big wide berth. <laughs> My only deal is if I ever do take it to somewhere like QuakeCon or something or another, I'm going to have to take it by car. I can just see going through the metal detectors. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not functional. They were. I can make them functional real quick if you want to see them. Well, let me tell you, Vic, if, if you actually do plan on flying somewhere, don't plan on flying the case. Box it up and ship at UPS or, or FedEx. Yeah, I'm afraid FedEx is liable to have a stroke, too. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> but I know now that you mentioned QuakeCon, what has anybody heard about QuakeCon? I mean, I know in the past we've all tried to make it or we've gone there, we've done stuff, but this year it's it seemed mm-hmm. to have been a little quieter. Do you think it's because they're no longer... Uh, an independent. Cause got... I think. I think there's. A, I think there's a lot of people who are feeling like it's no longer a uh, an enthusiast get together. It's turning more into a convention than it was, you know, at, at its original roots as a uh, as a celebration of gaming. I think it's becoming more of a, a gaming convention, if you will. And I think a lot of people have been feeling the commercialism and the uh, the uh, industrialism creeping into uh, the runnings of QuakeCon. And it's been doing this for a couple of years. I know a lot of friends of mine, uh, a bunch of Austin modders, that just aren't going to go. You know, they've uh, they've they've seen and experienced uh, some of the stuff at QuakeCon. You know, for many years, and they've they've sensed it as well. Uh, QuakeCon is local to me here in Dallas, so it's it's kind of dumb for me not to go, considering it's so close to me. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know. I'm going to see how things go this year. Uh, but I've 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 been I've been a little bit um, hesitant. I've been a little bit concerned and hesitant. Uh, about making any seriously big commitments uh, to QuakeCon, just because I've heard of a lot of people that are dropping out that are not going. And I don't know if it's the economy or if it's people's enthusiasm that's starting to wane. And if it's the enthusiasm that's starting to wane, I have to wonder, you know, is it because of the way it's being run or is it, you know, is it is it something else? I don't know. You know, well, I know, you know, for a couple of years now they've, they've been having... Issues on the modding side as far as the contests go. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started there. Yeah. Well, I know <laughs> you you had a bad go last year with that part of it. And mm-hmm. what was it, Dwayne? A couple, what, two, three years ago, we ran into the same yeah, thing, yeah, similar? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely, I've not heard a whole lot about it other, other than what I was telling you earlier. You know, I, I heard that uh, the same people that are doing E3 are taking it over. And That's- you know that's that's falls right in the line with what you was just saying. So yeah, well, I, I think I, can't think I don't know. Touch on like what Craig was saying. Uh, 
but I don't think they really have to do that. I think there's a possible way of, of getting the excitement of going to like the largest land party in, you know, the United States, but still keeping the commercialism separate or, or not being so much part of it. Cause I mean, when you've got people there that have to pay thousands of dollars to showcase their, their products, um, you know, it, it should be more of where they're willing to, uh, partnership with these people. You know, and, and say, yeah, come on, you know, do that, do this. I mean, even if they, even if they charged maybe 10, 15 bucks for people to, to play at the land, you know, then, and then let it all become non-commercialized, more, cause, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's, it's, yeah, it just doesn't feel like you're going to a fun event anymore. And it's lost that, that point in it, and it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. We're yeah, just going to have to show them how it's done and start up a modders con. <laughs> that would be cool. That um, would be really that'd cool. That would be awesome. But again, that takes money. I guess we'll have to do the we'll have to do the first one at Craig's house. Hey, there you go. All right. We'll He's we'll, in the we'll all meet up over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my name is Craig Tate. I live uh in uh Arizona <laughs> and uh I work for, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I you know when the when the first one, couple ones we went no. to, you know, and they, you know, they had the um, um, heart of soupy, you know, where they gave all the stuff away, and, and there was really that mm-hmm. land feeling, you know, everybody's there having fun. It was, it was, it was yes. very enthusiastic. Right. It was very spirited. It was, it was, it was electric almost. It was really, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's lost that edge. So I think everybody's probably going to go to PAX now. Thanks very much for listening and tuning in to this week's Modders, Inc. podcast number 19. We can't thank Will enough for stopping by and uh, giving us some of that great insight that he had. That was some that was some really good knowledge and uh, really, really, really appreciate uh, all of the uh, listeners out there that have been uh, downloading us and uh, giving us giving us their eardrums, so to speak. So we really thank you a lot. We, we hope you're getting out, getting as much out of this as we are. So, uh for those of you who are interested in following us a little bit further, you can look us up on either Facebook or YouTube or Twitter by querying Modders, Inc. That's all one word, M-O-D-D-E-R-S-I-N-C. Uh, if you have any emails or suggestions for the podcast, please feel free to send us an email at podcast at modders-inc.com. Or, hey, hot dog, you can leave us a voicemail at our Google voicemail at one 262 that's one six two three two five two zero one five six, and we will try to put your question on the air. Uh, don't forget to stop by and check out modders-inc.com for the latest on modding, hardware, and more. Because we're always here for you. Don't forget to stop by. Vic, how about you take us out, buddy? Modding, ain't it cool?